Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you! Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. Greetings, and welcome to the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve, and today I'm joined once again by Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, Steve. What's going on? Not too much. Had a busy day. Did some uh, construction work at my house on my bathroom. And how's that going? Ugh. It's going. It's going two beers later. (laughs) What are you you making? Yes, I did need a beer after the work I did. (laughs) It didn't quite get as much accomplished as we wanted to, but it's going. You have tomorrow to do it too. Yeah, no problem. We're not no no rush. This is an extra bathroom. We have a bathroom, right? So just when it gets done. But currently, there's a giant hole in the floor, so it's not <laughs> ideal. <laughs> and is is this going to cause any animals to be coming in the house? Or oh, this is interesting. You bring this up. Yeah, we've had a problem with a mouse in the past, and there was evidence of mouse activity Uh-oh. under where the old bathtub was. Mm. So I covered it up real good with a tarp. So I hope the mouse can't figure out how to get under. It's been throughout the house before. It'll probably find a way back in again if it needs to. Thanks for your support, Steve. I appreciate it. This is a true story, too. 100% true. This morning I woke up, getting ready to go to work, took my shower, came back in my bedroom, turned the light on. There was a dead mouse at the foot of my bed. Oh, gross. Wait, when was that? This morning. Oh, wow. Yeah. How was he dead? How'd he die? My cat killed it and brought it into me. Oh, so we had a similar story where we found a dead mouse, but it was because he ate mouse poison, and he died in our couch. <laughs> it smelled for, like, months. <laughs> so mine was murdered, and yours was... Also murdered. Also murdered, in different means. Yes, different. My cat's not going to face any kind of criminal justice for her activity. Are you guys going to face any criminal justice for yours? I don't think so. Hopefully not. I mean, we... We already dealt with a smelly couch cushion for a while. So the evidence is gone? You Most can likely. still a little bit. Uh, oh, you, you guys like, better take care of that. The, if you You're going to have PETA right knocking on your doorstep saying, I, hey, I what know. happened to Mr. Whisker? Do you think Whiskers, PETA worries a, about mice in residential? They, they worry about everything everywhere. It wouldn't surprise me. I, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I like mice. I think they're cute. He was eating our chocolates. <laughs> he, used to, he got in the candy dish. That's how we knew we had a mouse. We found all these candy wrappers. And you're like, wasn't me. Wasn't me. Wasn't you. Uh, oh my gosh. This is going to be a good episode. I'm feeling already. Rest in peace, mouse. Rest in peace, mouse. Oh, goodness gracious. All right. So, that reminds me of Harambe. We haven't talked about Harambe at all. <laughs> we could do a Planet of the Apes episode, maybe. Who would win in the Planet of the Apes? Harambe versus... Harambe beats anyone. He's dead. He would be anyone. We don't if he know. Was uh, maybe we don't. We don't know what he Harambe was, great, was like. He was a great American, <laughs> wasn't he? From probably Africa. He 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 killed zero <laughs> children that fell in his enclosure. <laughs> this is true. That's better than some of the Planet of the Apes can say. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, we got some stuff to talk. <laughs> yes, about. Yes, we do have some stuff to talk about. We took off last week in honor of Labor Day. We thought, you know, we've been working hard, and so while we were off, we didn't get a chance to talk about some of our other polls. Uh, we had the Who Would Win in a Pie-Eating Contest from our blind fight, potluck fight, if you will. That was a good one. Ago. Yeah. We had a Velociraptor or a wo- Woolly Mammoth. 
And yours, Woolly Mammoth. Woolly won. Mammoth wins. That's right. That's right. Clean victory. That's All it. right. So that makes the, sense. They're huge. I mean, they are huge. They could probably eat a lot more I than did, a lot I had an advantage on you. Yeah. yeah. The second one was who would win in a 1v American Gladiator? 1v1 American Gladiator. Uh, Homer Simpson and the dude. First, the dude. And the dude won 100%. Wow. All yep. right. Take it. I thought that could have gone either way. Exactly. But I'll take it. And then also, we also had a recent episode, which was Who Would Win, Captain Crunch versus Lucky the Leprechaun, which was a really fun episode. That was a fun one. Do you still have all this, that cereal, or have you uh, eaten it? I've eaten a lot of the Captain Crunch. I don't eat the Lucky Charms as much. I'll take it off your hands. So I think there is some left. Cool. Oh, you can have it. Oh, thanks. Um, so yeah, that was 50-50. Split down the middle. Oh, wow. With four votes. Yep. So I, you know what, Chris? Though I think that we might be getting more votes in the future. That'd be fantastic. You know why I think that? Why do you think that, Steve? Well, I have to give a big shout out to our RSS feed hosters, which is Podbean, and they made the Who Would Win cast the podcast of the week for the week of September fifth. That's fantastic. It was awesome. They gave us a shout out every day on Twitter, and our listeners, our downloads went up by thirty seven percent. Thanks, Podbean. We did some uh, some math and. We went from, I forget how many downloads, I 300, think like 300 and, and something, to in a week we went up to over 500 and some downloads. So we're very, very excited. We also have a lot more followers on Podbean also. Uh, we had like under 10, and now we have over 100. So I'm very, very excited. So thank each and every one of you for hitting that follow button. Unfortunately, on iTunes, I don't know what our subscriber numbers are because iTunes is very protective with that information, and you can't find it out. Thanks, Apple. Yeah, thanks a lot. So I'm got sure rid of that, and they got rid of the the headphone 3. jack, 3.5 millimeter headphone jack. I'm really angry because I want to get a new phone. I don't I, have an iPhone. I'm an Android. And user, I like so. listening to my podcast to podcasts while I drive. Me too. And now I'm not going to be able to. Yeah, Bluetooth doesn't work as well in my car. I like yeah. to, I like to plug in. I'm really upset. Well, so I probably just get a six. Get or something. used to your Bluetooth. Yeah. But I can't even hook up a Bluetooth to my car. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. I only have an auxiliary port, so. Thanks, Steve Jobs. Yeah. Well, was it really his fault? <laughs> yeah, he's the head honcho. He's, Everything goes up there. He's dead. Oh, I meant, um, <laughs> who's their currency? Yeah, Tim Cook. I meant thanks, Tim Cook. <laughs> Edit that out. Do you, so, <laughs> just start right here. Do thanks, you, Tim Cook. Do you think they're going to his grave every day and just running uh, information by him or something? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe they figure out how to talk to the dead. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, goodness. Okay, so um, before we get started, as always, if you have any ideas for future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to give us a shout-out, say hi, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail, and you can also subscribe and leave us a rating on our iTunes page or through our RSS feed, like we already mentioned, on Podbean. All right. Yeah, we're pretty active. We'll answer you. We'll respond. Yeah, tweet out to you, us. You can you can even, like, insult us. We'll be fine with me. It could start a fight. Which is what this is all I about. I would love to start a Twitter war with one of our fans. I hope we anger someone so much he starts a Twitter war with us. With this with this uh, episode? I don't think it'll be this episode. Maybe the Harambe episode. Yeah, the Harambe episode will be controversial. <laughs> there we go. All right, so Chris, what are we talking about today? We have, uh, we we thought a lot about a topic for this week. Uh, it's the first week of uh, the football season this weekend. We were like, maybe we'll do football. Sorry, we're not doing football right now. We're doing Iron Chef. Iron Chef. Who this, would win Iron Chef America? This is a cook-off competition. That's it. And we have chosen our chefs. And yours is? I've chosen Chef Bob Belcher of Bob's Burgers. Very nice. Very nice. What do we He's, know about Bob Belcher? He is the head chef at Bob's Burgers, mm-hmm. a, uh, a restaurant that serves burgers. It's a, possibly in New Jersey. Have you ever heard that? I that, have heard that. that. 
We we're in we we are living in New Jersey, so it's interesting to us. I don't and know. they say it's they record or not that they record that it possibly takes place at a shore town, right? And we live near a shore town. We live near a shore town. So he has a burger shop. He with his wife and his three children, um, Gene, his son, and uh, Tina and Louise, mm-hmm. his daughters. His wife is named uh, Linda. Linda, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, really nice family. It's a, it's a comedy show. Uh, I've only watched it on Netflix. I don't even know what network it's on. It's on Fox. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, but just watch it on Netflix. There's like there's like seven seasons. On Netflix. Yeah. Um, like I said, burger place. So we're primarily he primarily does burgers. He might exclusively do burgers. I've never seen anyone eat anything else at his restaurant. I think he only does burgers. Oh, that probably won't hurt me at all in a cook-off. Like, cook-off judges love burgers, in my experience. Have you been in a lot of cook-offs? Zero. Okay. <laughs> but you've but watched a I lot have of... watched Iron Chef a lot, and I've never seen anyone make a burger. I do love Iron Chef. Yeah, I used to watch that. I used to watch it all the time. Yeah. I used to like the uh, seeing the secret ingredient. And actually, I used to like watching the Iron Chef, like the original Iron Chef, where they like just dub the uh, voices. Yeah. I thought that was better. That and they have that guy who's like the host. The host. He hosted both, right? He hosted America and the original. And he always says, "In the name of my father" or something. Yeah, he in has the words a, of my uncle. I think that's he has what he a says. thing he says, and then he says like, something. Which of something? Yeah, that's probably going to be offensive. To somebody. Well, I don't know what he, I, I don't know what he says. I don't know what he says. I have either. no idea what he says. Something he says like, "Let's cook." I don't know. Anyway, yeah. who do you have as your person? So I have Chef Carl Casper. Who's Many that, of our listeners that? are probably thinking. Who is Chef Carl Casper? Is that Casper? a real chef I've never heard of? He's not a real chef. A just like Bob. Chef. He's a okay. fictional chef. Chef Carl Casper is from the movie Chef. Came out in 2013. Directed, written, and starred John Favreau, who directed Iron Man, Elf. He directed Iron Man? He directed Iron I Man and Iron that. Man 2. Yeah. Wow. And the, re- the most recent Jungle Book movie that came out. Haven't seen it. I've heard it's really, really good. Um, and he also stars in the Iron Man movies, too, as Happy Hogan. And he, so he starts. So he stars in this movie as Chef Casper. I remember when I heard about this movie, I thought to myself, "This sounds really interesting." And it was on Netflix. And it does like, sound interesting. What's the movie called? Chef. Just called Chef. And it's about a guy who has a food truck. Yes, he's a he's a chef, and something happens, and he doesn't work in the kitchen anymore, and he decides to get a food truck. Something happens, but that's a spoiler. You're not going to. We're gonna not going to give spoilers. Right. Okay. It's on Netflix, so if you have Netflix and you have not seen it, go and watch it. This it is, sounded very interesting to me. I did a little research before this podcast. It sounds like a good movie. This is my favorite feel good movie. It's it's Im- feel good. It is impossible to watch this movie and not be happy. You actually showed me a clip from it. Do you remember what clip you showed the, me? The grilled cheese clip. You showed me a clip of him making grilled cheese. And I, when you told me that, I was like, oh, I don't know. That doesn't sound that great. Just someone making grilled cheese. Right. Worth it. Entirely I, worth it. I will put that link in our show notes so you can watch him. There's also a video that shows all the food he made in that entire movie. So I'll also put a wow. clip to that also. That because great. it looks really good. That clip inspired me to make grilled cheese sandwiches. Have you never made them before? I had made them before, okay. that but just it made was you a bit of, it made me want to be like, I need to have a grilled cheese sandwich right now. <laughs> so what I did was, I actually, I made a, I really like corned beef. I made a corned beef and grilled cheese sandwich. Fantastic. Did you come up with a cool name for it? Like Bob does, because he has uh, all these puns? Thanks for putting me on the spot, like no that, but I called it the, uh, the, um, candy corned beef burger, because it's near Halloween. No, I didn't have a name for it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can edit that out. So, yeah, so the movie Chef, Carl Casper, it's amazing. It's very, very good. Not just saying that. Uh, Scarlett Johansson's in it. A couple of other big name actors are in it also. I'm not going to say it because they're kind of sprinkled in there, kind of pops up, and you're like, oh my gosh, I did not know that they would be in this movie. Does someone play his wife? Just like. Um, oh, yeah, Sofia Vergara. Sofia Vergara. That's, that's not a spoiler. 
Um, but a couple other big name actors are in that movie also. So definitely check it out. It's really, really good. And he's an awesome chef in that. And he actually did a lot of uh, cooking lessons, training, to be able to cook all the food. He cooked all the food that they had on set. It wasn't props or anything like that. That's awesome. Who got to eat it, you think? Do you think he got probably, to eat it? I think the crew. He probably made it for the crew. That's so nice. I wonder if they like were trying to redo takes because there was something they, they really screwed liked. it up a little too like, much. Do it again. Oh, we messed that shot up. Got to remake the grilled cheese. Exactly. There are two movies I've seen that make me really, really hungry. Chef and Ratatouille. And I think Ratatouille is very, very impressive because it's not real food. So the fact that I get hungry watching That's an animated a credit movie. credit to the animators. Yeah. Exactly. I was actually considering doing Remy from Ratatouille as this. Ooh, not a bad choice. But the fact that he's a rat, I think, would cause some issues with the health inspectors. Regardless I wouldn't, of I wouldn't have held that against you at all. See, I, I, I'm a big I, Remy fan. I feel like you might have done that. So that's why I decided to go with Charles. Thanks chef a lot. Charles Casper Don't instead. think much of me. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Remy. When you asked me who my chef was, I immediately picked Bob's Burgers. Partially because I watch a lot of Bob's Burgers. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I have less research to do. Right. A little selfish. But okay. I think he's a good choice. I think he's a good choice, too. Thanks. All right. So how are we doing this fight? Oh, we're going to have a secret ingredient. Yes. Just like on Iron Chef. Yes. And we have found, uh, we Google searched random food ingredient, and it came up with this site called randomlist.com. We put in a food category, and it's going to give us a random food. And that will be our secret ingredient that we will have to use in throughout our... We're making one course? Are we going to make like multiple courses? That's why I wasn't sure, too, because I think in Iron Chef they make five. They make a bunch, yeah. I think we should do a maybe just appetizer, one... an entree, and a dessert. Okay, maybe just one burger-based course would be good. Is that so you have a fair fight? <laughs> yeah, that would probably be the most fair. Well, then you should have picked somebody that doesn't only make burgers. <laughs> but I will, yeah. do that. I will do that for you. No, I'm just kidding. We no. can do three courses. Yeah, we, could do, we could do... So what do we want to do? An appetizer? A appetizer, bur- main course, dessert. Do you want, and that main course can be a burger. I well, just just to tell you, all of my courses will be burgers. <laughs> okay, I I believe Bob exclusively makes burgers. I think so too. I think there's even episodes where people ask him for other things, and he says no. Nope, I think make- he makes fries too. Okay, yes, he does make fries. So maybe you. Can, I'm not going to help you out, but there are, there are probably some desserts <laughs> that you can make, including fries or something or oh, a different types. I'm going to have to get creative. But so anyway, we're going to now randomly select our secret ingredient for the. Cook off. All right, here we go. We have. That's a drum roll. Ooh! Do you like that one? Do you want to do that one? Do you not like it? I don't know. It doesn't seem to go great with burgers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. All right. For our folks at home, we pulled up tomato sauce. I'll keep it. That's fair. I mean, we randomly selected. But how are we going to do a dessert with tomato sauce? You got to get creative. All right, so we're sticking with tomato sauce? Apparently we are. Okay. I mean, I can't think of anything immediately. Okay. But I hopefully something will come to me. Okay, that's fine. All right. So I'm going to start with the appetizer. Hit it. Chef Casper, if you watch the movie, is very good thinking on his feet. So overall in this competition, he's going to have no problems making any kind of dish, thinking what he's going to need, being able to do it. He also works really well in teams. When he worked in the kitchen at the five-star or whatever it was restaurant, he had a huge group of chefs and sous chefs who respected him and worked with him. He was well-liked. He was well-liked. Exactly. Whatever happened, and he ended up with the food truck, also worked very well. He was able to work with everybody in the food truck. He worked with four other people in the food truck, and they were able to get along and be extremely successful and you can see so if you watch the movie so he's gonna have no problem thinking on his feet with this when they lift up that lid and it says tomato sauce wow steve 
That's what he says. Yeah, but I mean, you kind of did it in a in a very uh, stereotypical accent. That's what the guy says. He does sound like that. I'm, I'm paying homage. Say, Tomato sauce. That's what okay, he says. Now I've said it too, so that we're equally offensive. Okay, I don't want to like hold that over you. Mm-hmm. So in Iron Chef, in the show Iron Chef, how many uh, like sous chefs or assistant chefs do you get to take with you? Do you remember? I don't know. My guess would probably be four or five. I didn't think it was that many. I thought really? it was like two. You think so? Well, who would your chef be taking with you? Who would Chef, uh, what's his name? Hugh, uh, Carl Casper. Carl Casper. Who would he be taking with him? He'd be taking his sous, chef, his sous chef from the movie, and I forget his name off the top of my head. He's played by a famous actor. Did he work in the restaurant with him? Yes. Is, are you taking your son? Uh, yes. Because there was a little bit of, like, father-son dynamic in the movie, Yes, I would, because in the movie, yeah, there's a father-son dynamic, so I would take his son also. I will also take my son, even though he's horrible. Gene? Gene, very unreliable. Then why are you taking him? Because Bob loves his son. Okay. Bob would do it, because it's the right thing to do. But you're not saying he can do anything, though. What do you mean he can... But you're just saying he's not going to be able to even help you. It's nice that you're throwing a Gene will try his best. Gene will try his best to help us. And he might screw up. He might fix it later at the end, and it'll be like a really happy ending. Carlson's not going to screw up. The worst thing he does in that movie is accidentally burn himself on a on a uh, on a panini press. That's the worst thing he does. How in bad that of movie. a burn was it? He, it was so bad that he starts shaking it off, and his dad says, "Do you need to stop?" And he goes, "No, I can keep going." And he continues going on. Interesting. Yeah. I'll tell a little bit about Bob and Gene, like in my time, because like they have some. There's a bit of a precedent for cooking cook-offs in Bob's Burgers. Okay. So, uh, with the appetizer, tomato sauce, Carl Casper is going to make some kind of a soup. He's really good with making... He does make a soup in the movie, and he's going to be able to make a tomato soup of some sort. Damn, I was going to say tomato soup, too. Uh, you can still change it up a little bit. And I'm going to say that he would make it in the style of my favorite tomato soup. In the area that we live, there's this one restaurant, and they make this really, really good baked tomato soup. And what they do is it's very, very creamy, and they put homemade croutons on top of the soup and then cover it in a layer of, like a slice of cheese. It's fantastic. And you they, should say the name of the restaurant. It's called the Varsity Inn. It's amazing. It's then, the best. And then they bake it. So if he made something like that, it's going to kill with the judges. They're going to love it. He's going to copy he's, the Varsity Inn tomato soup No, he's obvi- it's going to be somewhat something along those lines, but he's going to touch it up to make it his own because that's what he does the entire movie. He always changes it up. But he's going to start with that to give them just a little bit of taste of what he can do. He probably would have like a little side of bread that they can dip in it or so. Be very, very crunchy. If you go and watch the clip that I put on this show notes of the scene when he makes the grilled cheese, all right? Listen very carefully when he bites into the grilled cheese because it is the most delectably delicious crunch you'll ever hear in your entire life. And just imagine you eating that bread, dipping it into a nice creamy Wait, bowl of tomato his appetizer soup. is tomato soup and grilled cheese? No, 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 no. I'm saying if he had, he's going to have like a side of bread. And the uh, bread that he's able to concoct and make and make it very nice and crunchy with the ingredients that he uses, that crunch, I'm saying imagine that while you're eating the tomato soup. I That's understand. what he would be So your appetizer is tomato soup with bread. With a side of bread. But not just any bread. His like famous crunchy Grilled. Is he famous for crunchy bread in the show? When I watch it, no. When I watch it, not in the show, he's not famous for it. But when I watch it, I was just thinking of that grilled cheese scene, and it's delicious. Wait, but it's just to be clear, he's not making grilled cheese with the tomato soup, it's just bread. Correct. But the crunch of that grilled cheese that you hear in the movie okay. is very reminiscent of what it would be if you were just eating that crunchy bread. Bit of a stretch life. in my mind. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he doesn't do crunchy bread. All right, well, let's see what you can do. Well, 
I my initial thought was also tomato soup because that's also going to go well with a burger. And Bob's probably going to call it. He's probably he likes to work in puns into his burgers. Uh huh. So I'm thinking he calls it the "I love you from my head to my toes" <laughs> soup. My head, tomatoes soup. Get it? It's tomato soup. Get it? So I I can't say that Bob is a five star chef like yeah. like your chef. What's his name again? I keep forgetting. <laughs> chef Carl Casper. Carl Casper. I, I think there's another force at work that makes you keep forgetting. I don't know. It's just like forgettable name, like Bob Belcher. You remember that? Carl Casper. I'll try to remember. Bob Belcher is an alliteration, and so, so is Carl Casper. If they were in school and they Chef sat, Carl Casper, if they sat in alphabetical order, Bob Belcher would be first. Okay. There goes the beer bottle. <laughs> spilled it. No, nothing spilled. It's all good. Anyway, with not not regarding the fact that my character comes first in alphabetical order, because that obviously has no effect on this whatsoever, except who sits first in school. So he makes the I love you from my head to my toes soup. And people are gonna the judges are gonna be like, that's a clever pun, Bob. But the soup maybe I don't know if it's gonna taste as good as your soup. I, I, I'm not saying I'm 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 giving in on this round. Uh-huh. I'm just saying I, I agree. I'm not gonna cook a five star soup, a five star restaurant soup. Okay. But it's gonna be good. It's gonna remind you of like your childhood. It's gonna like he's gonna put love into it. He's gonna put he's gonna put his heart and soul into it. Because he's just a man who runs a family business with his children and his wife. And, like, everything he does, he does out of love. And he's going to try his best. And maybe it's going to be fantastic. Maybe it's going to be mediocre. It's going to be tomato soup. And it's going to be a pun. I love you from my head to my toes, burger. And I hope the judges burger appreciate that. Soup? I'm sorry. I keep saying soup. <laughs> I keep saying burger. It's going to be soup. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> he's, made, he's made tomato soup, just like you. Maybe not. Maybe not a wise decision to go head to head against a, a top star, five star chef. Okay, but that's what Bob would do. He doesn't care. He does it. He does what he wants. Okay. He does what he loves. He does what means what means the most to him. Okay. So that's we're also making tomato soup. We're going head to head tomato soup, and maybe it's not the best, but it's tomato soup, and it's going to go great with his main course, which we'll get to later. Why don't you bring it up now? Because I think we're both done with our appetizers. All right. I need a second because Bob actually does have. A tomato-based burger that is especially of him. If you watch the show, Bob always says "burger of the day." He writes it on the whiteboard, the chalkboard. It's a pretty clever pun. Oh, well, sometimes it's actually not that great of a pun, but usually it's a good pun. And he has once cooked the heads, shoulders, knees, and tomatoes burger. Uh, so this sounds very, very similar with your previous pun using tomatoes toes for both of them. Because the previous one was, I loved you from my head to my There's toe. not that much of a wealth of tomato-based puns, so okay. I just have I have what I have to work with. That's fine. So uh, the last one was... I'm just acknowledging that the judges might think, hey... You, the judges you kinda... might be like, well, you reused a pun? I, yeah, I think you, it's you... different enough, the heads, shoulders, knees, and tomatoes burger. Okay. It's different enough. Now, what is that uh, a, pl- a pun of? Uh, For those who might not understand. If It's the song, Head, Shoulders, Knees, and Toes. Oh, Okay. I mean, you should. If you grew up in like an English-speaking location, you probably have sang that song. How does it go? Even head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Knees yeah. and toes. Yeah. And even if you're not English-speaking, there's a Spanish version. Cabezas, hombres, piernas, pies, piernas, pies. Nice job reaching Thank out you. to our uh, Spanish-speaking Espanol. listeners. Yes. Espanol, por favor. Nosotros hablamos un poco español. 
Sí. That means yo, we speak yo también. Little, that means we speak a little bit of Spanish. Very little. You can tweet us in Spanish. We probably won't answer. We probably okay. won't know what you say. Never know. We can try. You can try. Yeah. I'll just Google Translate it. <laughs> wow. Make so anyway, sense. sorry. The Head, Shoulders, Knees, and Tomatoes Burger. Uh, it has tomato on it. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick it up a notch, as Emeril Lagasse would say. Because Bob makes a burger that... He makes a burger in one episode to save his restaurant. And it is like the most difficult difficult burger to make. I'm just going to go out and say it in the world. Wow. It's called the Meat Saya. Okay. This is a play on Messiah, if you didn't realize that. Got it. So the Meat Saya is a three-level burger, similar to Turducken. Mm-hmm. But it's beef tartare, which basically is like, uh, tartare is like, I don't know. If you say raw beef kind of off-putting right but it is lightly lightly cooked beef inside of a medium well burger inside of a burger wellington wellington is like when you put like a like a pastry type uh coating like there's beef wellington which is like a a beef with like a a pastry type outer shell and it's it's a difficult thing to cook it's three layers almost knocked my beer over again (laughs) it's it's a very complicated... The timings are insane. Uh-huh. But he, he successfully makes it. So I'm thinking he makes that with a tomato on it. To be to go with the head, shoulders, knees, and tomato burger. And that's going to that's gonna be a wow factor. That's, that's, his, that's what he's putting out there. And I'm probably thinking you're dipping this in the tomato soup. And they're going to go really well together. So even though his tomato soup might not be quite on the level as Chef... Don't don't tell me. It starts with a C. Yeah, it does. Casper. Yeah, Casper. First name. His last name's Casper. Oh, uh, Chef Casper. Okay. Chef, I mean, that's still right. Chef Chris Casper. Carl. Casper. Carl Casper. <laughs> I knew it started with a C because you told me about the alliteration. Thing. Yes. Okay. I'll probably get it next time. But he's just a really forgettable chef. Sorry. Anywho, so we've <laughs> we've made the Messiah burger, the meat saya with tomato. So it's the the meat saya head shoulders knees and tomato burger. That's a huge level of difficulty. It's a huge wow factor. It's very impressive. It is a it is a burger. So I mean, I've never seen anyone make a burger on Iron Chef. So I don't know if that would be like frowned upon. I don't see why it would be frowned upon. Yeah, as thank you. I mean, you can make good. you can make a good burger. Yeah, he's probably using I don't know. He's probably putting that on a brioche bun, lightly toasted, maybe like a little brushed with butter so it like glistens like good presentation Bob's not always known for his presentation of his burgers but I feel like on a sh- on this show he's gonna do it good cause he actually has been on a cooking show oh tell me alright so there was a burger cook off episode of Bob's Burgers and I think it was in the 5th season something like episode 2 or something I had it but I I changed my I don't know I forget so anywho there's a burger cook off it's him and Jimmy Pesto the his like kind of rival restaurant owner across the street. It's a clever name. He does because he does Italian food. Yeah, Jimmy Pasto. Pasto. It's almost like a pun. They must really like puns on that show. Yeah, I think they do. And then the other guy in the cook-off is like an actual chef, and he has some kind of bad blood with Bob in the past because he like something. Oh no, I'm sorry, I messed that up. The announcer, the the host of the show, doesn't like Bob because Bob like made him lose his job on the news or something like that. I forget. Anywho, Bob cooks the bet it all on black burger or uh-huh. bet it all on black garlic burger. I forget. His secret ingredient is black garlic. He cooks the burger with black garlic. So he's been in, you know, he can handle the, the stress of a cooking show. Okay. And actually in this particular episode, 
he his black garlic episode, Gene was he entrusted Gene to pack it for him, and Gene forgot, which is pretty typical Gene. And I know what you're gonna say. Then why, then why are you bringing him? Right, I brought Gene to my shoe chef because he's my son, and I. So love he's him. gonna forget. There is a pretty good chance Gene will forget a main ingredient. Maybe what's our main ingredient? Tomatoes. Gene tomatoes, might. Gene sauce. may. Gene may forget the tomato sauce. But look, listen to this. They get it before the end of the episode. They have to first. They have to go home to try to get because Gene left it at home. But when he gets home, he accidentally crushes the black garlic and ruins it. So they have to go to the specialty food store to buy black garlic. But unfortunately, they've been they've been banned from the store in the past for due to. I don't remember why. Okay. So they go in to buy the black garlic, and unfortunately, Gene has also wasted their money by giving it to some homeless person or something like that. So they don't have enough money to buy the black garlic. But showing their ingenuity, they steal it and run away and bring the black garlic to Bob. So he's able to complete his bet it all on black garlic burger. By cheating. Well, he didn't cheat. His children stole. His ch- Okay, so his children broke the law... And his children are working for him in this competition. They they basically they did whatever it took to win, is what I'm saying. Okay. So any legal means necessary. Well they do whatever they need to win. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. So I if I'm, I have to I'm pick gonna say stealing. Yeah, I think Bob's doing this with his family. Like at least Gene, probably his wife Linda who helps him out, but I've never seen her cook. Okay. And then maybe one of his daughters or both. Okay. Even though they're also bad at cooking. But they at least can make burgers. Right. And luckily we're making a burger. So anyway, sorry to, to go off on that. I mean, this is all part of your I, argument. So I actually, fine. I just wanted to be generous and give you a lot of time to think of your main course. Oh, that's really nice of you. Based on tomato sauce. So I'm going with a classic dish that goes with tomato sauce. And what's that? Pasta. Pasta tomato sauce. Very Pasta original. tomato sauce. Sounds great. Now, during this competition, during Iron Chef, who is watching the chefs while they're cooking the entire time? The, the the TV audience. I mean, the TV audience, and who else? The judges. The judges, right? The people that are going to be judging them. Yeah, they're normally like pretty, you know, high and mighty food critics or restaurateurs or something like that. Exactly. There's normally like five or six-ish. I think there's four. Four? Oh, only four. four. Okay, four. okay. And then the, uh, the, the head guy, the host, gets some too, but he doesn't get to vote. Okay. So they're watching the entire time. So they're looking to see what's happening. They're like intrigued. They're making comments. They're thinking, oh, wow, I never thought of doing that. Never Alton of Brown doing is that. probably doing some on the floor commentary, asking you about your ingredients. Exactly. I'm a big Alton Brown man. So there is a scene in Chef where he's making pasta, right? It is another one of these scenes that is beautiful to watch. It is delicious looking. It gets you hungry, okay? What kind of pasta does he make? Uh, he is making just kind of like a basic pasta with some onions and also some kind of um, oh, looks spices. Good. Looks and, like maybe spaghetti. Yeah, some kind of spaghetti. Now, the whole purpose of this scene is that he's really, really upset and uh, about something that happened at work. Okay? Is that a spoiler to say? Uh, I mean, I don't want to say it, but just in case people want to watch. He's just upset over something. Okay. Okay? And he's with Scarlett Johansson, and he is cooking for Scarlett Johansson. Nice. Okay? And the scene the is fantasy ca- of many men. And the ski- the scene is called the food seduction scene. And by him cooking, it essentially uh wanna say seals the deal. It doesn't seal the deal, but it it um it makes Scarlett Johansson very, very happy. Wow, okay. And she's sitting there and just watching him making this pasta. So that if he can do that to Scarlett Johansson <laughs> Who's an amazing actress? She wouldn't be doing that if she didn't have to. He would be doing that to the for the judges also. The judges would be watching him make this pasta, 
and just falling in love, being entranced. I have an issue. I have. I have an issue to raise. What's that? How can someone make pasta in like a seductive manner? You have to watch this movie. I'm telling you. Well, I mean, walk me through it. Normally, you boil water, you put it in the pasta, right? You, I don't know, set a timer for like a couple five minutes, depending on the type of pasta, right? And you take it out. You use a strainer. But I mean, the way he does it, like she, the way she's looking at him, she's so interested in it. He's cutting up all the ingredients. He's crushing all the ingredients that he needs. He's cutting Ooh, he's up very, his spices. He's very good with a chef. Type he's out. throwing that on. I'll give I mean, you that. right then and there, we're watching it on my phone right now. I'll make sure this is in the link also, so you can watch. And the way he serves it, it just looks so delicious. Tell me, you don't want to eat that? It looks right now. delicious. Yes. I do want to eat the spaghetti. Right. I don't know if this is like gonna win over Scarlett Johansson. It's, it completely wins over Scarlett Johansson. I, I understand tur- in the context of the movie it wins over Scarlett yeah, Johansson. I'm turning up the volume right now. You'll hear the sound she makes. Did he play Cuban music in the background during the scene? No. She said, mm. Yeah. I mean, that's because she loved a the very food. generic sound that you like food. Yeah, but it's Scarlett mm. Johansson. Uh, okay, I agree. I'm just saying it's just pasta with some with some stuff in it. Well, he's getting that special spaghetti sauce that he's going to be doing. I didn't see any tomato sauce in that pasta. Right, that's what I'm just saying. He, 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 that is him making his pasta, right? Just, just, that is his pasta without spaghetti sauce. So imagine that pasta with spaghetti sauce. I would imagine it's something very similar to making pasta and pouring spaghetti sauce on it. Something that people do all over the country, whether they're a five star chef or not. But if I were to if I were to say to you, "Hey, do you want to watch this video of a guy making pasta?" You'd be like, "I probably say, look so stupid." No, thank you. And then you I, watch it. I have better things to what do. did you say when I said, "Hey, you want to watch a video of a guy making grilled cheese?" I, was, I, I thought to myself, "That sounds super boring." Right. But Steve's my friend, so I will indulge him. And right. Watch the video. Right. And I totally enjoyed it. Exactly. It totally That's what I'm saying. If he can but do that with grilled cheese, he can do that with pasta. Grilled cheese holds a special place in my heart because grilled cheese is like cheesy. You're Italian. What do you mean pasta holds a special place in your heart? I'm not. Too. I'm not like a good Italian. Like You're my, still Italian. my father often told me that I was not a good Italian. I'm so, oh, Sometimes he told is, me, "Oh my gosh, I would getting, have to live on this, the roof." This is getting really fast. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I should have said that. <laughs> so yeah, I, I wasn't a big tomato sauce fan or a big. Well, it's a good thing you're I not a judge. Like, I do like pasta. Good. Oh uh, yeah. We also used to joke that we liked the Dallas Cowboys with my dad because he would freak <laughs> out because he's a big Eagles fan. <laughs> He'd be like, "You're living on the roof," just like he'd say when I didn't like tomatoes. Wow. This is this. It this, might sound like my dad is like abusive from that joke, but like no, it was this it, it was in fun. Has done a complete one eighty turn. We're talking about food. It's really lighthearted. We're, it's we're really debating the seduction qualities of pasta with tomato sauce. I'm saying it's a little too plain for seducing Scarlett Johansson. And you're saying, well, the evidence is there. The evidence he is he has there. seduced Scarlett Johansson via pasta. Yes. So he's going to be able to do that with the judges and win them over, no problem. What if the, ju- the judges are male? What's wrong with that? It's legal in America. That's no, I'm not, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just okay. saying a, a, a male judge might not be as interested in, like, how he chops up his garlic. Well, that's fine. As long as it tastes good, that's really all that matters. That is all that matters. Yeah. Well, presentation is important. It is, but and it still looks good. It's, you know. But actually, I shouldn't argue that because probably the, the five-star chef has better presentation than the burger place. Yeah, I agree. But in the episode where Bob did the burger cook-off, like, he had, he had good presentation. He actually lost, though. I don't know if I should have said that. Yeah, you did. He lost. All right, moving on to desserts. <laughs> moving on to desserts. <laughs> he got second place. All right, so he's going to get second place in this one, too. <laughs> so, for dessert. For dessert. What are we going to do with tomato sauce? Well, I'll tell you what Chef Carl Casper is going to do. Please tell me. The I, triple, can't, I the, can't wait to hear The C-cubed, as they call him now. The C-cubed? Chef Carl Casper. 
Oh, that might help me remember his name. That is true. Hopefully that does. Carl Casper. Chef Carl Casper. Chef Carl It's Casper. like Captain Jack Sparrow. It's just not Jack Sparrow. It's Captain Jack Sparrow. You gotta say Captain. Exactly. All right, so I'm going to make crepes with strawberry tomato sauce on top of it. Strawberry tomato sauce. That is correct. So you're going to mix strawberry and tomato and make a sauce. Yes. You, so you put you you slice up the t- the strawberries into like small yep. cubes. Mix that with the tomato sauce so that you, way you get the sweetness going in with the tomato sauce. Not chunky tomato sauce because then you're having tomatoes going in with that and that's not good. So you're getting the sweetness of the strawberries with also the sweetness of the tomato sauce to give it that creamy bit. Pour that over top of the crepes. That sounds inter- interesting. So so wait. Strawberry is generally a sweeter, a sweeter fruit. Yep. Tomato is more of like a, I don't know, acidic fruit. Yeah. So you think they're gonna marry well, as they say in the chef world? I think so. And you're putting that over crepes. Yes. All right. That sounds okay. Yeah. If we made that tonight, like uh-huh. if we finish this podcast and make that, would you eat it and think you'll like it? I would try it. I think it would. I would be a little apprehensive, but I would say, you know what? I'm willing to try anything when it comes to food. I. That seems like a weird combination to me. Did you make that up off the top of your head? I did not. Is that a thing? Strawberry and tomato crepes? It is. I looked it up. Okay. So you're more than welcome to look up a dessert, too. No, I don't have my phone in my hand, so I, well, I'm, just gonna, you, I'm just going to do I'll it off the top you, of my I head. I will give you mine. No, I, I actually had something. Okay, that's fine. And uh, this is going to be totally original, because my, my my appetizer and my main entree were like... I, like The entree was a burger that, that Bob makes, and my appetizer was tomato soup, which is pretty standard. And then I just made it into a pun. Right. So, here's Bob's dessert. It is the... What's a good name for it? Go ahead. The Tomatoes and Jerry Churros. Tomatoes and Jerry? It's it's a pun. It's on Tom and Jerry. Jerry, The the popular show. I mean, maybe our viewers... I hope our viewers aren't too young to know Tom and Jerry. It was like a cat and a mouse that used to chase each other, and Jerry was the mouse... Wait, yeah, Jerry was the mouse. And he always won. He always, like, kind of embarrassed the cat. Right. He would, like, you know, comically, you know, hurt him. He'd, like, drop a safe on him or something. So the tomatoes and Jerry churros. Because, I don't know, do you think of Tom and Jerry? You know what? I was thinking Tom and Jerry was, the was like, a Mexican-themed show, but that was uh, Speedy Gonzales. <laughs> but I already said this. <laughs> Speedy Gonzales was also a mouse. Tom probably knows Speedy Gonzales, so this actually makes sense. Like, I'm sure there's a canon episode where Speedy Gonzales meets Tom from Tom. <laughs> if our listeners know of any canon episode where that occurs, where Jerry meets, know. where Jerry meets Speedy Gonzales, yeah, let us know. All right, I'm sure it happens. So anyway, it's a churro, which is like the the Mexican dessert, like a sweet pastry with the brown brown sugar on it. Or churro is, and you're dipping into this kind of like sweetened tomato sauce. Okay, and I, I think that'd be really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, um. How do you sweeten the tomato sauce? Sugar? With, with sugar. Okay. And uh, that's just the dipping sauce for it. And it's called the tomatoes and cherry churro. That actually sounds pretty good. I went into this fight knowing that all my ingredients, all my ma- my courses had to have a pun. Mm-hmm. I did my best. <laughs> you really did. And you didn't go with the toes that time, so I yeah, do respect I, you for I that. Did, I did want to steer away from toes because you, right. you hit me on that doing yeah. two toe puns. Right. So now I went with the tom part. All right. Eight, eight, eight. I could have went with the eight part of tomatoes because you eat them. But that was hard. I couldn't think of anything. Yeah. Tom and Jerry churros. Tomatoes and Jerry churros. That sounds good. Would you eat that? I'd try it. I would try it. I would try it too. I like churros. Churros are really good. Usually you have them with like a sweeter sauce, but I feel you like they have them with chocolate sauce, I thought. Yeah, like chocolate or something like that. I had a, my Spanish teacher in first grade brought them in. Churros and chocolate. And we sang a song. 
Some, you're saying a churro song? It was like something, something, bate, bate, chocolate or something. What's that mean? I don't know what bate, bate means. Okay. So then chocolate. Comer is to eat, so right. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'll check that one out. Yeah. I'm not sure. If anyone knows, let us know. All right. Anything else you want to finalize before we uh, wrap up this food-themed episode? Two th- food-themed episodes in, in a row. I like this. Oh, yeah. Last was the cereal. Right. Now we've done an Iron Chef. Yeah. Um, I would like to say that throughout the show, they'd be playing up the dynamic of Bob and his family. Okay. So, like, it's very endearing to the viewer and the judges to be like, oh, this is a chef with his wife and kids. Like, this is a family, this is a family thing. Is he including, so his wife and three kids are helping him cook? If I'm allowed that many sous chefs. Like, I, I forget how many were You can on only have chef. one sous chef. Well, Gene is a sous chef, then. So the kid who forgets everything... Mostly but use always the main ingredients. The kid it seems. who comes through in the end, okay, causes his father Ajita. What Ajita? What's that? Like mean? a headache? Okay, like he gives him like ugh. All right, I don't. I don't. Is that another language? No, it's a word. My right. parents may or may not have said that to me when I was young. I never heard that before. Yeah. Instead of my parents saying we're going to put you on the roof, they would say you're causing me Ajita. <laughs> <laughs> I think actually they said live above the garage, which was, was like an attic. Okay. But I never knew if I'm an attic or roof. So live in the unventilated, <laughs> unair conditioned attic of yeah. the roof. We never had to. We never did. Like, I'm not saying this happened. That's because you know that Dyfus might be listening and <laughs> you don't want to get your parents in trouble. <laughs> All right. Anyway, where were we? We were talking about the family dynamic. Yep. So you were disparaging Bob's son, Gene, who's just a little kid. I don't know why you would insult him like that. He's like, he's like, I'm not old. He's like 12. Okay. He's a very funny kid. He likes to play the guitar. And make fart jokes, which he will go loves, over... He loves fart Which jokes. will go over very well with the judges, I'm sure. So, as long as he's not mic'd up, I think we're safe. They're all mic'd up, I'm pretty sure. The because sous, they're all even scre- the sous chefs Yeah, mics? they're always screaming. They're always like, oh, we need more chicken in the oven. Or, oh, did you finish that pastry? Oh, yeah, bring it over with the cream. Oh, and they're also always worrying about the ice cream machine. Yeah, the ice cream machine's always something's wrong it never, with it. It never sets up in time. Yeah. Probably because they always just put like. Well, they probably wait till the end because they don't want it to melt because they got to plate it and make it look good for the chef. So they probably yeah, do that for the last like minute. Always ice cream machine drama. Yeah, on Iron Chef. I think the family dynamic with Chef Casper, his son also, but his son is competent. His <laughs> son um, feeds off his father's enthusiasm, so he's going to be able to do well without any problems. If he messes something up, which. The only time he ever messed anything up in the movie was, like I said, him burning himself. And he was able to overcome that really quickly. Gene, if Gene burned himself, he'd be freaking out. He'd have to sit on the sidelines for an hour with a thing of ice, and he would be out. Where Chef Carl Casper's son, no problem, he would help him out. He would say, you know what, Dad, forget about it. I'm fine. Let's keep moving on. Has Chef Carl Casper's son been working in a restaurant his entire life? Or has he been kind of segregated from the restaurant lifestyle? He has been observing his father his entire life. In the restaurant or just at home? At home. I never shows it in the restaurant, so I'm Gene, not sure. Gene has worked at a restaurant his entire childhood. Just because you work at a restaurant, though, doesn't mean you can cook it. Yeah. Cook food. And just to be fair, I am calling a burger place a restaurant, comparing it to your five-star restaurant. Yeah. But I think they're comparable for the purpose That's of like the saying debate. you can take the waiter th- or waitress and throw them back in the kitchen and they'll be able to do a fine job. Well, Gene, Gene cooks. Gene's not just the waiter or waitress. He's entertainment. He plays his guitar. And he, farts. He does fart jokes, which are very tasteful in the show. <laughs> and he occasionally cooks burgers. So he has at least like a good amount of experience. It's impossible to screw up a burger, I feel. Whoa! It's impossible to screw up a burger. Wow, I'm glad you brought this up because... Look, you can undercook a burger and serve raw ground beef to someone, 
and then yeah, they're going to get sick. There's not that lot you can of overcook All a you burger. have to do is flip it. You don't have to cut. You don't have to saute. Okay, you don't have okay. to marinate. You a, don't have to work A burger over. is only as good as it's like what you pair it with, and you have to cook it right. Like you can overcook a burger, you can undercook a burger. So Bob's cooking all of his burgers to like a solid, like medium, medium rare, depending on the judge. Okay. Because like they don't, you don't want to serve him like a dry burger. Right. And then he's pairing it with great things like tomatoes, which is pretty standard. I'll give you that. But he probably puts other stuff in, like maybe some like some garlic. Maybe he always he served on a nice bun. He's a burger expert. You know what dessert I was actually going to recommend for you, but I was going to wait to see maybe if you thought of this on your own. I don't know how you you would do this with tomato sauce, but since he also does French fries, you could do like sweet potato fries with like um, a syrup dipping sauce. I know like Chickies and Pete's in the Philadelphia area does that. I just don't know how you would work tomatoes in with that. Yeah, but you could have like a sweet tomato dipping sauce, maybe. I don't know how that would go. That'd probably go better with fries. But then fries is a dessert. I don't know how that would taste. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's, that's interesting. Since he also makes fries, I thought maybe yeah. there'd be a way for you to pair that in there. Also, we, we were talking like, what does Bob make other than burgers? And I'm pretty sure he makes fries because yeah. I've seen him serve fries. But yeah. I don't I don't know if I've ever seen him. He has a menu on the wall of his restaurant that I think has other things, but I've never seen him make any of them. Yeah, he's pretty much a burger guy. Future seasons. I don't know. All right, so let's review. Appetizer, I have nice bowl of baked tomato soup with a side of a slice of nice crispy bread. What I, do you have? I have also made tomato soup, but I have made the pun that I forgot. I love you from my head to my toes. To- to- tomatoes. tomatoes. I love you from my head tomatoes. I'm not sure how you would pronounce it. It'd I love you from down. my head tomatoes. Burger or soup, soup, not tomato burger, soup. tomato soup. Yes. Sorry. And then for your entree, uh, for my entree, I have made the head, shoulders, knees, and tomatoes burger. Mm-hmm. But I have replaced the standard ground beef burger with the meat saya, the creme de la creme of burgers, the the apex of burger cooking, the most difficult, the turducken of burgers. It is beef tartare inside of a medium well burger inside of a Burger Wellington. It is only been made, as far as I know, one time by Chef Bob Belcher on Bob's Burgers, season five, episode. I'm going to say two, but I'm not sure what episode it was. All right, our fact checkers can point that out. <laughs> I'm going with a nice, simple pasta dish, a pasta dish that will not only entrance Scarlett Johansson, <laughs> but the judges as well. This will have a nice tomato sauce on top. You can have your grated cheese. Whatever they want to sprinkle on top of it, totally up to the judges. Give them a little freedom here. Whoa, you didn't say this in your argument. You're going to leave some of the ingredients up to the no, judges? No, 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 no. All right, I'm saying Carl Casper would put the cheese on top, and then he would have, like, a little side cup of cheese in case you're that judge that's like, I want a little more or I want, you know, okay. whatever. All right, I'll let that slide. Okay. Dessert. Suspect, though. Dessert. That's... Crepe. The strawberry and tomato sauce on top. I've made the tomatoes and jerry churro, which is a Mexican churro with a sweetened tomato dipping sauce. It, uh, I don't know, it sounds good to me. I'll try it. I like the sound of it. Sounds good. Uh, I do want to also say, are you are you done with your food arguments? Yes. I just want to say real quick, Steve has made a couple of allusions to the fact that, that I may have drank a couple beers before this episode. I don't know if he's trying to, to count that against me. No, I'm that, just like, trying to explain things might be getting knocked over more than they usually have been in the past. Maybe. No, uh, I did not go over something twice. <laughs> <laughs> I actually just wanted to say, I, I drank a Southern Tier Brewing Company Imperial Pump King Burger. 
burger. Oh boy, <laughs> beer. Sorry, I couldn't say burger when I I say burger for everything. Apparently, soups are burgers, beers <laughs> burgers. No, this is a beer. It's a pumpkin beer. I uh, it was like it was cool last weekend. Like it was cold for like un- it's been super hot here. Yeah, and it was like kind of cool. And I was like, I'm trading out all my summer beers for fall beers. Got some pumpkin beer, and, and that's what I got. Again. And that's what I am drinking. I just want to say thank you, guys. If you know, if there's anyone from the Southern Deer Brewing Company listening, it's pretty good. It's my favorite pumpkin beer. And was that eight point seven percent? Oh, I, yeah, it, it is a little higher alcohol content than average. Eight point six percent. Eight point six. Yeah. Chris, thanks for sitting down today and talking over who would win Iron Chef America. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. I, this was, it was a good one. I like these food themes. I like food a lot. Keep it up. Food awesome. is good for me. Great. Thanks so much for coming back again. Anytime. All right. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, another big thank you and shout out to Podbean um, for giving us a weekly or the, for being their podcast of the week. Thank you for everybody who has been downloading. We've gotten a lot of more downloads this week. Thanks to that plug by them. Also, thank you to everybody who has followed us on Podbean and everybody for following us on iTunes also. I don't know how many there are, but I'm hoping it's a lot. Um, thank you, Tim Cook. Is that your redemption? Yeah, because I didn't say Steve Jobs this time. You know, you did not. Um, also, please, if you have not done so already, please leave us a review, uh, rate, subscribe, either on Podbean or if you're listening through Stitcher or Blueberry or iTunes, whatever you are, please stay in contact with us also. And tweet us. Tweet us. Like us on Instagram. Follow us. We're Steve's, on Facebook Steve's also. given me partial control of the Twitter account. So I've pretty much given you control because I don't have a lot of so, time. So, yeah, tweet me. Yeah. I'll tweet you back. Do it. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much. Chef Carl Casper. It was a good good battle against you, you Bob You remembered Belcher. it. I, I wanted to let you know I didn't remember it. What name. was the way to remember it? It's an alliteration. And C cube. C cube. There we go. There you go. Awesome. Great. All right. And as always, please subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. So now, America, with an open heart and empty stomach, I say unto you in the words of my uncle... The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.